0: The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates.
1: You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead Podcast, brought to you by the Hartford.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Small Biz Ahead Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Larkin from the Hartford. I'm here with Gene Marks from the Marks Group. And Gene is also serving today as our small business expert.
2: That's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's funny. We're going to talk about taxes today, right? In this in saving this, on your taxes. Yeah, well, it's taxes, and and uh, so I, you know, we I never get introduced as a CPA.
0: Oh but my am, gosh! Right? yes. I am,
2: a, I am I am a certified public accountant. I'm here so with I, Gene
0: Marks of the CPA. Marks Group.
2: Right. So small this is sort of expert. bread and butter. We've talked about a whole bunch of topics, got it? You know, all around there, but really, my My alley is is accounting stuff and uh, uh, taxes. Well, not as much as the accounting stuff, but a lot. So we're going to talk about some good stuff.
0: So I just had a Reese's peanut butter cup before we started this, so I don't <laughs> fall asleep. But for you small business owners listening,
2: wait a second—you were going to fall asleep while we talk about taxes? <laughs> Is that what you're implying?
0: You're going to want to pay attention to this as a small business owner because Gina's going to give you three tips on how to save money on your taxes yes. by providing better benefits Employee to benefits. your employees. Yeah. 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 So stay tuned for that after we hear from our sponsor.
2: This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property liability and workers' compensation insurance. Check out The Hartford small business insurance at thehartford.com. So here's a great
0: question and it's really funny because we've for years, we've been doing this podcast for what, like 2 years now. Mm. And this topic has come up before and we always say like, oh, that could be a whole episode. We're mm-hmm. finally doing it because yeah. we got this question in.
2: And by the way, we're only going to scratch the surface, let yes, me just say. we're but, scratching you know, the surface. Because we want to keep this, you yeah. know, short and palatable. Uh, but go ahead.
0: So the question is, I started an interior design business and now have five employees. Are there any tax incentives to help me provide better employee benefits?
2: Well, yes, Elizabeth, there are, (laughs) as a matter of fact. You know, so a lot of people don't realize that the IRS gives business owners um, certain tax breaks for doing certain things. And these certain things um, should help you provide benefits to your employees. So I want to give you three tax things that you want to know about now first of all let me also caveat this i am a cpa this is my opinion this is all me this is not you know don't yell at the hartford if for some reason there was a i know the information is right but obviously check with your own accountant as well because your circumstance might be different but um always good advice yeah it's you know just to validate but there, there are three things that re, whether you have five employees or 500 employees that, that do apply so number one um, educational expenses. Elizabeth, if uh, if you work for me or you work for any small business, this, uh, as a small business owner, um, I can pay up to $5,250 a year for your education. It doesn't even have to be related to the business. It doesn't have to be technical. It doesn't anything that's uh quote unquote with uh, education. You would mention that some people on your staff, you're going to get them trained on something and, you know, whatever. So, you know, it's $5,250. $5,250. $50 a year you pay. You pay, or you can reimburse your employee for it, and um, you get a full deduction for doing it. That's great. And the employee does not get taxed. So even though the employee is getting the benefit of that education, I mean, it could be higher education, it could be a certification, um, it is certainly a, a good thing for them. They don't even have to declare it on your tax return, you don't have to declare it anywhere else, and you get a full deduction.
0: Now, is there any reason, because I have not, I've worked at a lot of places and I've never heard about this yep. before, is there any reason why employers wouldn't want to do that? Yeah, because you
2: still have to spend $5,000. I mean, you know, yeah, you get a deduction for your taxes, but it's money that you spend. But and, you
0: have better trained employees. Uh, well, of
2: course, yeah. I mean, it just depends on what your culture is and what your objectives so do you are. Did you
0: do this at the Marks Group?
2: No, and I should. <laughs> but but wait, wait, let me let me take it back off. It's, it's first of all, um, we don't have a formal plan, and and what most experts um, recommend is that you do have a formal plan. When you do have a formal plan, then um, everybody benefits, which means yeah. that. But that means you have to make it available to anybody. Uh, when you have a formal plan, you can't make it just available to like just you and your you know your spouse or or only to managers. It can't be discriminatory. It's got to be free. everybody. What I do, though, in in all honesty, is I do pay for certifications and training for my staff. So if my staff goes away for training on a Microsoft product or whatever, I pick up that cost. So you are
0: doing this. Yeah. Thing. And it's just, yeah. just just
2: not a formal plan, but okay. yeah, I do. And, and I can, you know, and when I pick up that cost, I mean, I can do it on their behalf for up to fifty-two fifty. 50. What I don't do though, is, um, I don't advertise it enough. Like I just, they, like an employee will come to me be like, Hey, I want to get, you know, go to this Microsoft class. Is that okay? And I'll be like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I should have that in my list of, here are the reasons why you want to work for the Marks group. You know, one of the I reasons was is. I just going to
0: say that. Yeah.
2: We pay up to $5,000 a year for your education expenses. That's like, a
0: huge huge. We were talking several episodes ago about how to attract young talent. Yes. That, yes. That would be so attractive to me in a company if they said, and they put it right in the job description upfront, you know, you can expand your skills by taking classes that we will provide you with the tuition. Exactly for right.
2: That. Exactly right. So it's a great benefit. So it's not just attracting employees, but obviously you want to keep your good employees there. And they're like, Hey man, our employer pays education. Yeah. So the, so the IRS gives you a break to do this. That's number one. Okay. You talk, about attracting younger employees. What, you know, the the definition of younger obviously is a wide definition. There are a lot of young people that are are parents of young kids uh, and you want to attract them as well. So there's dependent care. So like education, you as the employer can pay up to $5,000 a year for daycare or dependent care for your employee and the employee does not get taxed on it. And you can take a deduction for it. So if you've got an, and by the way, this is for young kids or maybe an older parent or something like that. I was just like gonna that. say, is
0: there an age limit on no, that? No, there so if is not. You have not. to send your parent to like an
2: adult can, day service. You can pay $5,000 or reimburse the employee $5,000 for up to that. You take the deduction and the employee does not get taxed on that at all. So it's a nice, Benefit to provide. Now, remember, you can also, if you just a little bit of um, effort, you can work. You can you can explain to your employees or have your accountant explain to your employees how they can take advantage of the dependent care credit. So, okay, you might pay five thousand for the employee. That's great, but then let's say dependent care costs more than that, so they're paying. Whatever out of their own pocket. Well, now with tax reform, there's a whole new credit. It's a expanded credit. It's not new. So even if an employee is married and filing jointly, and if you're making up to four hundred thousand dollars a year, married filing jointly, you could take a two thousand dollar credit you get for your dependent care expenses. Oh, you know. So, and I think a lot of employees don't know that. So if I was you know and again I don't do this and I should as I go through this I'm like why aren't I doing more of this you know you should be telling your employees listen we'll take care of five thousand dollars of your dependent care expenses and uh, we'll provide you with an hour of financial counseling so you can fully take advantage of the dependent care credit as well, so that when all smoke is cleared, an employee is like, "Wow!" Because I'm working for this company, I'm like really saving a lot of money yeah. on this stuff, and that's a big deal for young parents. You know, yeah, it's a for lot anyone,
0: of, not even young.
2: Yeah, for anybody that's parents, it's just it's just a, it's just a big deal, and I think a lot of employers don't realize that it's out there and they don't do it. So, recapping so far. Educational expenses five thousand two hundred and fifty bucks a year you can pay uh, get the deduction not taxable your employees on any education dependent care as well five thousand dollars a year you can pay and your employee again my recommendation is to have this as part of a formal plan make it available to all of your employees as well don't discriminate but I think it's a great benefit that you can provide okay. my last uh, tax advice is commuting. Expenses. The IRS will allow you to pay up to $255 a month for an employee's commute. So it is, uh, you know, like a transit pass or a bus fare, or if they're taking train fare in, or believe it or not, even if it's parking. That they, really? that they are making if you're if you're in a city, it's 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 two hundred and fifty five dollars a month. You can take the deduction for it and your employee doesn't have to include that as part of their income if they don't get taxed on that. It's a non taxable benefit. In addition to that, you can pay an employee 20 bucks a month if they're a biker to defray some of their biking costs. I mean, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. I yeah. mean, add it, it's a few hundred bucks a year. that Yeah, it's you know, great. It's great. And again, your employee does not have to declare this as income and you get a deduction for it as well. And it's, you know, it. I don't know if that's, it, it may seem like a small thing to some. I think it's a huge thing for a lot of people that are commuting to yeah, work. Yeah, definitely. And for an employer to be like, hey, we'll pay 255 bucks a month for your commuting expenses. That's another on our list of benefits, along with dependent care and educational expenses that we pay to take care. Of our employees, these are just three things that are available. And by the way, none of these are new; they've always been around. It's just I go to clients, and they don't like really know that they exist.
0: So, where where would you start with this? Let's say someone's listening and they're like, "I had no idea. I definitely want to do these things." Your mm-hmm. first stop is your accountant.
2: Yeah, I would talk to your accountant first, or your attorney if you've got a business attorney that works with you, and um, you want to formulate um, a formal a formal plan. So you put it together, and then I think you want to advertise it to your employees. And again, in these t- in these times where it's really tough finding good employees, but keeping them um, to suddenly announce like, Hey, starting in January 1st, we're going to be paying for everybody's, you know, community expenses. You know what I mean? And this is what the rules are. And, um, you know, you know, you have a plan, a PDF, you know, document that you send around with what the plan is. It's a nice thing to announce. Yeah. And it's a good reason to keep people working for you.
0: That's great. Yep. These are all really good tips. Gene. It's good Thanks. stuff. All right. We'll be right back with Gene's word
1: of brilliance. I do have a word of brilliance. Did you know that it takes 26 minutes to recover from a minor distraction? If you're looking to become an even more productive business owner, Small Biz Ahead has you covered. Our new ebook, 21 days to be a more productive small business owner, will help you set a course to supercharge your workdays and maximize your hours. You'll learn how to find the most productive time of day for certain tasks, which parts of your life you can automate, when to hire a virtual assistant, how to batch work to increase productivity and more. Head over to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today.
2: Okay, we're back with Jean's word of brilliance. So the word, it actually is one word, uh, but my word of brilliance <laughs> today, I know, what a surprise. Um, storefronts. Okay. Amazon storefronts. Okay. Just recently, Amazon has announced something called Amazon storefronts. And Elizabeth, come on, ask me, what exactly are Amazon storefronts? Go ahead, ask me that.
0: Can I make a guess? All or right, go am ahead. Make no,
2: no, make a guess. Go ahead.
0: I'm assuming that if you sell on Amazon, you can create your
2: own storefront? Kind of, not exactly. Storefronts okay. is really just a branding name for a special new site on amazon.com, which you can easily get to right from the homepage, specifically for small businesses. Really? So Amazon, the the statistics I you know, I I did a little bit of writing on this. The statistics are more than half of the items that are sold on Amazon.com are sold by small businesses. They're okay. small merchants. Um, there are over a million small merchants in the U.S. alone. Like millions around the world that sell on Amazon.com. So Amazon's like, you know what? We you know sometimes we get some abuse about you know small business. Oh, we're putting small business. I'm a big. I believe that they've created more opportunities than. You know than the other side, but what 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 Amazon has done is they have um, decided to you know create this storefront site, and they took twenty thousand small businesses to start with that are selling a million items, and you can go there on Amazon.com. You can buy the same look and feel. You can buy the same stuff that you're normally buying. It's just that customers know that when they're buying something, they're buying it from a U.S. based small business. So they're supporting small businesses. And then they're also adding some extra things like they're every week. They're going to highlight one of the storefronts and show them off and their specials. They're going to do these in-depth profiles of the business owners and, you know, make a whole thing about small business. But what I like about is that if you're a small merchant selling on Amazon now, Ask Amazon about how do I get on storefronts and you can tell your customers um, or if you're a consumer and you're know, buying from Amazon and you want to support US small businesses go to storefronts and that's a good way to give a little bit something back.
0: That's an awesome word of brilliance.
2: That is my word of brilliance. When is
0: this launching or it's already It's already
2: launched. launched. Oh, okay. It's out there and it's available. All right, great. So this is for all of our retail and anybody that's selling anything online if you're an Amazon merchant you'll take advantage of it. That's
0: awesome. Cool. All right, we'll be back in a couple days. And we're going to be talking about another benefit, which is vacation time. Mm. And we're really going to dive into what the research says about different vacation policies.
1: Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.